Warning, the following may contain abyssal chickens. Join fantasy authors Phil Tucker, Tamandra Whitecastle, David Benham, Benedict Patrick, and Josiah Bancroft as they roll dice and take on the bad guys in a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Five authors, five worlds, one adventure. It's time to get crit-faced. Previously on Crit-Faced... The Wizard of Wine's winery is overrun by twig monsters. Master Sunna uses the last of her flight to confront the druid who was first alerted to their presence. But the party has been separated, and the hordes within the vineyard are closing in fast. Right, Kellen, you're in melee combat with um, dozens, literally dozens of twig monsters. Um, what's the plan? First, I fly into a frenzy. Yes. And um, I I can see the uh, creepy evil druid woman. No, um, that's in the next room. You basically saw Master Sona Peter Pan it. Um, sort of. Uh, there's no way you can follow her. Um, you're gonna have to get through these creatures first. Okay. Uh, I just swing my axe with reckless abandon. Um, okay. Who's okay? So go for it. Can I, is there any way I can attack uh, multiple opponents at a time? You know, because these I, I'm assuming these are little tiny things. These are like, little you know, things. Big Unless you've got an attack that lets you do that, you're going to have to take them on one at a time. Okay. I'll, all right. Um, I'll just attack three times then, okay. which is what I can do now. Yes. Um, Sixteen. We'll hit. All right. Uh, seven points. That's dead. Next one. Uh, seven. Will not hit. The next one. Uh, Fifteen. Will hit. And five points. Dead. Yay. So smash, smash, just... Uh, you know, plowing into them, but it is like an, a, an impossible task. smash pass. with smash. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> um, it's like an impossible task. I mean, it feels, although two more lie dead, uh, you know, it, it feels like you've hardly made any dent on just this this mass as they sort of squeeze in on you. Because Master Sun is not there, you're also aware that three of them now have contact with you, so you're going to be taking three attacks from these guys um, when it comes to your turn. Is there anything else, Kellen? Can I just kind of quickly get the the lay of the land? Mm -hmm. I mean, are there rafters above? Anything reachable where I could jump up and grab? Okay, uh, there's there's kind of start climbing. Nothing. I mean, you've got so <clears throat> you're basically standing here. There's a wagon, uh, basically that's sort of in front of you. That's where the you know ready to come out of the opening that you're in if it was hitched up to a horse or whatever um, and there's a small set of stairs up just to your right within the loading bay um, and those stairs would lead to the corridor that Master Sonna ran down there is a crane um, uh, high you know you can see that there's a crane and it's got a, something like sort of it's got its ropes sort of dangling down in the centre of the room so actually you know that's still 10 feet forward and then obviously it's it's about 15 feet up uh, before you'd be able to grab a hold of the rope so there's no 
Um, you know, there's nothing there for you at the moment, I'm afraid. Okay. Um, is the is the cart close enough for me to jump into it? It's you can't get any further now. It's swarm. It's covered in in twig monsters. Basically, you are in this doorway, and it's like a, it's just a, a room of these beasts now pushing at you out. They're trying to get out. If that makes sense. Can I can I get to that short stairwell? No, no. You're like in the door. That's it. If you you know one step forward, and it's just these beasts are, are there. So. Okay, this sucks. Can, can, so can, can, can he get to a priest? There. Is there like like a <laughs> confessional anywhere nearby? Mm. I don't know if we've got that long. <laughs> It was, what it about was the nice door knowing itself? you? I mean, the, the, can you the hide behind itself, the door? I, oh my god! Well, Sorry? I mean, I, I could, I could possibly jump up and and grab the the top of the door and heave myself up there. Um, I mean, there is a the, the the doorway. Now, if you did that, it would be. I mean, you could have a go with that. I mean, certainly with your athletics, but the creatures, the three creatures attacking you, you know, that would be you moving away from them. So they would both get. They would all get. Uh, attacks of opportunity, they would get they would get free attacks on you, you know, because you're in the the melee combat. Mm. There is a doorway, but gonna... if you hurry, if you pull yourself up on the door, there's not really anywhere to to go. Oh, you can you try the I guess I'll just side of the building, I guess, because there are there are windows, um, you know, to the next level of the building, maybe you know ten feet above you. So I guess you could climb up to them, but obviously. You're in combat with these creatures at the moment, so getting out of that combat would allow them to attack you. Um, I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get to the windows. Okay. Yeah. I mean, technically, you will be able to do that. These creatures are gonna get their attacks on you first, Kellen, um, and then you're gonna be able to climb, uh, and obviously, you'll have to take a climbing check to see if you can get up to the window. But we're not going to do anything more than that. So you'll be left hanging out off the window. But you're happy for the the beasts to get their attacks on you first. They can try. Okay. He's thrilled. Uh, so the first, uh, let's see, first one has a critical miss again. These things. What's going on here? The next one's thirteen. It stab its buddy or something. Thirteen versus AC. Uh uh-uh, uh not gonna no. do it. Uh ooh, twenty versus AC. <laughs> No, no, no. Twenty. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, it uh, so this finally manages just as you sort of move on up. It finally manages to find a, a chink in your in your armor, and you feel a stabbing pain in your thigh for three piercing damage. So, um, what if I have resistance to piercing damage? Then that's uh, reduced to two because I believe you round up. Yes, we round up. So it's two piercing damage. Okay, so I also need you to take an athletics check for me. Um, I remember, I think the last time I did that, I was trying to dive out of the window after uh, being in the Blood of the Vine Tavern. It did not go well. Yeah, this is not the easiest climb in the world either, but it's it's burned into our collective memory. Okay, (laughs) athletics, you said? Mm -hmm. All right, come on. 17. 17 will actually succeed. Um, Yay! So, so, um, no, you, um, so grip, it's just the planks, basically, you know, you know, you almost feel like you're having to gouge holes in the soft wood just to pull yourself with the, the adrenaline and probably the frenzy that you're going to allow you to do that. 
and you come up to these small windows that are just sort of big enough, you know, you'd be able to sort of smash into them and squeeze through the next turn. Now you look in, uh, just as we finish your turn here, as you're gripped to the side under the um, the windowsill, um, looking into the room, you can see this is obviously the room where the winch is that, um, um, you know, is used down below. And you can see a figure perched on top of this winch, hidden in the darkness above the loading bay. Um, it's a man with wild hair. Um, his skin is painted red with blood. And he's waving, he's waving a gnarled staff made from a, a black branch. Uh, and you can hear him up there sort of rocking back and forth on the winch. And you can even, through the, the through the glass at the window, you can hear him babbling away. <laughs> some kind of ongoing chant that he's doing. Wow. So, okay. Can you get more of that chant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's so, part of my dreams. Uh, Kellen's turn is over. Um, it's actually now the Druid's turn. So we're heading back to Master Sunna. Master Sunna, the, the Druid woman who you've uh, just... Uh, throwing light in her face she takes a few steps towards you she moves five feet towards you she takes her hand and her hands and she she works them together in the air in front of her as if there's some kind of clay in front of her that she um you know she uh, some unseen clay and as she she clenches her hands you hear this um hissing noise and then um you see blue light starts to play within her hands and you realize you've seen something like this before it reminds you very much of the few times that you have seen jean Mallarmé cast his thunder wave on a target oh, no. and that's exactly what this lady does to you so she basically throws her hands at you and as she does so this burst of lightning uh sorry this burst of uh, thunder and lightning um flashes from it darting across the room, trying to impact upon you. So uh, I need you to take a constitution saving throw. Uh, do I have to... So I, I add the constitution? My... So, yeah, you've got... Um, on. I think it's your second column from the left. You've got your different mm-hmm. saving throw types. Saving throw. And one of them will be uh, constitution. Okay. Uh, but normal d20. Um. Or yes, it is. I... It is. Yes. Okay. Uh, then eleven. Eleven. Um, that does not succeed. So, uh, oh. basically, this uh lightning smashes into your chest. You take uh seven lightning damage, uh, and you get um the. Uh, it, it impacts with on you with such force that you get lifted off your feet and thrown back through the door out of the room that you were in and you smash against the wall of the corridor on the other side. Okay. Um, okay, we'll go then to the twig blights. So, Kellen, you're actually uh, safe. The druid that's up there with you doesn't seem to um, be be doing anything. Uh, however, what is happening, and, and uh, Jean and Lord Talfon, you guys are just aware that the uh, blights that were in the room with you, um, sur- uh, sorry, were in the loading bay room, um, a big chunk of them surge out of the loading bay. Uh, and of course, you guys are there on the path. And so a, a massive mob of them start to run up towards you. So they run 30 feet uh, down. In fact, they only run 20 feet down from um, there. So they are 30 feet away from you at the moment. This wave of blights that are running out of the... Um, 
the winery. However, there are the blights that were in the wood, that were in the vines, and they actually are close enough where they um, sprint up and two of them um, start to attack you, one on each of you. So, Lord Talfern, you're getting attacked first by the two two that you haven't managed to deal with uh, in the vines. So the first one needles at you with its claws, um, and it gets 18 versus AC. It's stabs you for six piercing damage, and Jean, yours gets a critical miss, so you're you're fine. There's DM bias. Okay, there's uh, <laughs> there's uh, other movement going on in the vines, and the mob that was running to sort of get Kellen from the side, it swings towards you guys as well. So, and you see that these these larger creatures. Um, are are much closer, and they'll be getting in touch with you next turn. There's five of them still still running through the vines. Um, they're only twenty feet away from you now. Um, I'll update you on these guys in a wee second. Master Sonna, some of the uh blights in the loading bay, they didn't surge out. They heard you getting thrown through the doorway, so they've moved up the corridor, and two of them are attacking you. So the first one. <laughs> Uh, gets 23 versus AC. So I imagine that hits you for 3 piercing damage, and the other one only gets 6 versus AC, so I imagine that doesn't um, affect you. So you're now in combat with two of them, Master Sonna, um, Jean and Lord Talfin, you got one on each of you, and um, Jean and uh, Lord Talfin, you're also aware there are 30 feet away down the path there's these smaller blights. However, 20 feet away from you in the vines that some of these larger ones are running. And again, the um, packs that have been in the distance have run closer to you as well. So there's more coming. Um, Right, we're on to Jean. It's your turn. You're being attacked by a blight. It's not doing a particularly good job. Right, well, that's what I like to see from a blight. Uh, I like to see a, a very uh, weak blight, uh, a, a light blight in the morning, that's what I always say. Uh, I think uh, I will start by uh, casting Bardic Inspiration. Uh, the question I have is it goes uh, 60 feet for anyone who can hear me. Is that Master Sona? Could you hear me from no, here? No, Master Sona is too far away. Um, Kellen is actually in range of him, but... Um, yes, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about Kellen. He seems to be making poor decisions. <laughs> poor decisions. Uh, no, no, I'm just teasing. He's, he's, <laughs> he's deserving. Uh, so I will cast Bardic Inspiration. Uh, since I'm fifth level now, we are fifth level. Is that yes, correct? That's yes, that's correct. Okay, so that means that he gets a D8. Ooh. So for you, Kellen, a D8. Um, Bravo! Yes. Uh, so I'm going to use my turn to cast this uh, fantastic thunder wave okay. since there's a thing upon me and well, and actually... also upon my friend. Yes, yes, you'll be able to angle it to get both of them. Okay. Yes. Okay. And so I, I pull out my concertina mm-hmm. and I quickly honk four uh, melodic notes, yes. which I would consider to be uh, uh, sort of a phrase of of. A bluesy phrase, um, okay. and some light bursts forth from the bellows, and they all die. Well, let's find out. What's your spell save DC? One. No, that's not right. Let me look. Uh, spell DC. Fifteen. Fifteen. So I'll let you roll this for me, please. You could you roll for each of the blights? Sure. Am I rolling an? Um, so it's constitution uh, save. So if you tell me what you roll, I'll tell you if they succeed. Uh, <laughs> Can't read backwards, but it looks like we E R A D. That's duck of duck of. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So 
So, so an eight, is that what you said? Um, no, you roll a, roll a d20 for each of them. Okay. And tell me, okay. tell me what Thank you get. Uh, seven. Okay, that guy fails. Ten. No, they both fail. So would you like to deal the, your damage to them? Is it 2d8, isn't that right? Do you want to just yes. roll? No, yeah, you roll for each of them. So. Three, two, seven, and an eight. So, how much damage did you do to the first one? Uh, five. Okay. And fifteen to the second. And fifteen to the second. So they yes. both they both get um, thrown ten feet away from you by the force of the blast. One of them, the one that took fifteen damage, yes. just disintegrates as soon as it hits the ground. Um, the one that you did, yes. did you say five damage to? It's uh, it's uh, yeah, we'll say five. Was it? Was it? You said four. <laughs> Um, it was five. It, it was five. I'm just being facetious. Okay. Um, it uh, has lost uh, some parts of itself, uh, but you can see it's struggling. It will. Yes. Uh, uh, it's still moving. It's animated, and it will be getting up again. But you've blasted it ten feet away, so you're no longer in melee combat with that. Awesome. Are you going to use your movement at all? That's well done. Well, so since I disengaged them, can I now run? Yes, yeah, absolutely. So you are don't. So again, just to remind you, in the vines that are twenty, uh, 20 feet away, you've got this pack of five larger ones. Thirty feet away from you up the mm. path, the smaller ones are surging towards you. Well, I'm trying to like work my way towards my uh, friends, mm-hmm. so I will run. I guess down the path. Okay, that's fine. Um, if you run down the path, I mean, you could come into contact with. You've got enough movement to come into contact with this big wave. That's um, you know, coming up to meet you. Is that is that what you want to do? Uh, today, uh, yes, is a good day to get eaten by sticks. Yes, I can do it. Okay, that's excellent. Um, <laughs> right. Um, Master Sana, it's your turn. You've got two stick monsters on you. You're also aware that there's a very angry druid in the next room who has uh, just uh, not given you the best hair day of your life. So yes. um, what's the plan? Uh, I'm going to attack the... Um the two on 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 me. Yes. Um, sixteen. Okay, sixteen will hit. And that's a d six. Oh yeah, no, that's eight. Yep. So that one's dead. Yes, and uh, because I have an extra attack, I'm going to uh, try and kill the other one as well. Okay. And that's eight plus six is fourteen. Yep, that will hit. Yeah, and D six is another eight. Okay, and it is also dead. So you have effectively and removed your opponents. You're no longer in melee combat with them. Very good. Yes. So can I take um, the? Can I like dash forward towards the druid mm-hmm. and yeah. then take my flurry of blows? Um, I don't know attack? how flurry of blows works. A flurry of blows is immediately after you take the attack action on your turn, you can spend one chi point to make two unarmed strikes as a bonus action. Uh, the fact that it says immediately after makes me think that it needs to be so before I can't you do dash them, before in between. You do a move. Can I just check flurry of blows? What do you think, Master Senna? Uh, well... If I'm being in character and lawfully good, then I'd probably say <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, because yeah, uh, it immediately after. It does say effect. immediately after, yeah. No, I'm yeah. afraid not. You can still take your move action, but we couldn't do the, the flurry of blows. Okay. Um, but uh, she'll get a turn before I get a mm-hmm. turn next mm-hmm. time. Although, that, you know, um, if someone takes a ranged attack when you're in combat range with them, you know, that's to their disadvantage. So if you're planning to get into combat with her anyway, you'd be better off being in her face. Mm. Mm-hmm. I just don't have too many hit points left. <laughs> but yes, I will run towards her yes. with a, um, a primal yell of uh, fury. Okay, she seems taken aback. She was not expecting you to get up from that. Um, so, But she readies herself with her staff and um, growls as combat is joined. Um, Lord Talfrin, it is your turn. You've just seen Jean um, deal with one of the blights that was on you, and he's charged away, screaming like a lunatic, uh, into the fray. Again. You're very impressed! You're very impressed! I'm a magician! <laughs> um, so he's away in the, at the pack that's uh, 30 feet ahead of you now. Um, obviously, you're aware that through the trees, there's a bigger bunch that are closer as well. What's the plan? I am running out of magic. It's becoming official. Um, but there's always Firebolt. Okay. So I will shoot the one that dared attack me and that is currently glistening with my blood. Yep. In the, in the you know, face. Uh, does a 13 hit? It does hit. Oh, huzzah. We'll take that. And I deal one point of damage. I knock off his ear. Do you deal one point of damage? Yeah, that his ear, his ear is ruined, but he still exists. He's has uh, been a lot of small bits of damage. Uh, I hope he's a little off kilter from now on. Mm-hmm. I charge after Gene. I go thirty in his general direction. Okay, so you guys are now side by side. Excuse me, did you say Gene? Yeah, the, the war is cancelled. You know, <laughs> this is why I don't give you bardic inspiration. You call me yeah. Gene. Jean, John, for God's sake. John is the man who I was stands by my Gene is the man who vamooses into the into the over the horizon. Okay. You can become John again once I see you show a little grit. Okay. Oh, sir. So, kill us. John. <laughs> I look him in the face and say, John. See if it cheers him up. Much like a toddler would. Oh, my God. John. I was famous. I was known. Crit Faced is a weekly Dungeons and Dragons podcast. To make sure you never miss an episode, and to get an exclusive prequel episode of the podcast where you can find out what our characters were up to before this adventure began, head over to CritFacedPodcasts.com and join our Crit Faced fan group. <laughs>